Welcome to Mr. Brillo's Musings, your weekly update for what's going on in Maroon Team Social Studies. I find it unbelievable to think that we're already halfway through May. The students are getting ready for the Gettysburg Field Trip and Civil War Week in the next coming week. Any parent that has volunteered and paid to be a chaperone on the trip should have received an email from Brad Cresswell by now. If you haven't, please let me know. I know there's been some errors with some people's email addresses. We're very excited for the trip and can't wait to have as many of you along as possible. Uh, the students this week will be signing up for groups and, and then we'll take those groups and kind of turn them into buses. As a reminder, those, the trip will be held on Wednesday, May 23rd, and, and I'll talk more about that you know, in, in the next coming episodes, probably next week, or maybe I'll record a special one early this, this, this week for it. Um, about this week's inspirational video, it was an interesting, albeit odd, video. Uh, during my senior year of high school, there was a new spoken word song by a guy by the name of Boz Larman that came out. The song was called Everybody's Free to Wear Sunscreen. And I, I can distinctly remember being struck by how odd, yet how meaningful the song was all at the same time. It's based on an essay written by a columnist, Mary Schmick, I believe her name is. I can't remember exactly how to pronounce it. Uh, there was this belief, and I often thought it was, um, written by Kurt Vonnegut. It really wasn't. That's kind of urban legend. Um, but in this essay um, and this song, they talk about life and, and give some advice for life. It's pretty crazy. Um, if you have a few minutes, to, I highly suggest watching this one. It'll probably make you laugh and think and probably shake your head like many of my students did. All right, this past week in social studies was all about change. We spent nearly the entire week discussing two big reform movements in 19th century America, uh, women's rights and the abolition of slavery. Students worked on becoming an expert on one individual and then started to create a classroom hall of fame exhibit using Google Slides. Uh, they'll be finishing up those slides today in class. Uh, the students were asked to focus on three things about their individual, their beliefs, their specific actions, and how those actions affected society. It's great to see the students dive into the lives of many famous and some not so famous Americans and really figure out what they did to bring about change. After a brief activity tomorrow, or Monday, today, excuse me, using the Reform Hall of Fame, we'll shift our attention to the Civil War. Most of our time this next week will be spent on the students working in collaborative groups to help provide context for key moments or key events at the Battle of Gettysburg. Uh, while we'll certainly discuss a variety of topics about the Civil War, we'll be using the battle to drive our discussion, uh, both because we visit it and because it's a Pennsylvania landmark, and it's really engaging. Uh, please don't hesitate to check out the Providing Context Battle of Gettysburg activity uh, on my show notes. The students will be completing this over the next few weeks. This past week was another invigorating and engaging week for me in Accelerated Social Studies. Uh, the students spent a good amount of time becoming expert on the actions and beliefs of one important American, one of the most controversial abolitionists, uh, John Brown. Finally, after some time to prepare, the students took part in a, a sort of class discussion called a wingman debate or wingman discussion. Um, and I asked them to, to argue whether we should consider Brown to be a homegrown terrorist or an American martyr. It was so cool listening to the students cite specific evidence, give their ideas, and, and argue so passionately about something that happened so long ago. Uh, one of the most rewarding things for me was to watch the anguish, see the anguish that many of the kids experienced trying to make their ultimate decision when I asked them to complete the writing assignment. Was he a martyr or a terrorist? Uh, not that I like to see the kids struggle, but I like to see the kids struggle because it means they actually care about what they're doing. 
Uh, some students even talked about how they were, they were mad at me because before the discussion they were dead set on one opinion, and now they're starting to, they were starting to wander and think about things. So it was phenomenal. They did a great job of keeping an open mind and really thinking about this historical question. This week marks the beginning of the final big project for the students. Um, it's an exciting one for me, personally. It's one of my favorite things we get to do all year. Uh, in order to truly immerse themselves in the history of the Civil War, I'm asking the students to start, start the project by selecting one of five essential questions. Uh, topics will range from like key battles, key people, uh, to home fronts, life on the home front for kids who aren't really interested so much in the, the war itself. Once the students select a topic that interests them, they'll decide whether they create, well, excuse me, whether the, what they will create and, and whether they'll create this product alone or with partner in groups of three or four students. Finally, the students will then propose to me what they'll create and how they're going to learn, or excuse me, how they'll demonstrate what they learned about the topic over the next few weeks. Um, I'm excited to see what the students will create given so much freedom. Uh, be sure to check out my show notes and you'll see the exact questions that they'll be selecting and the plan that they're going to have to submit later this week.